We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All systems are good. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Oh, yeah. Welcome back to another audio adventure here on Insight. I'm CVV, Chris Van Vliet. Hope your week's going great. Hope your year is going great so far. Thank you so much for being with us as we dive into the mindset of what it takes to start and run your own business. I started my fishing brand, my outdoors brand. Yeah, it's called Woo Tungsten. I like to pronounce it Woo Tungsten, W-O-O exclamation mark Tungsten. Started it with my best friend, Aaron, five years ago. And I've been fortunate to be able to say that between that and the podcast and the YouTube and everything else, I work for myself. And I got to say, my boss, my boss is pretty cool. Reese Many joins us today. His boss is pretty cool too. He is crushing it. He doesn't just have one business. He has three businesses. And we dive into exactly how you take that leap yourself, how you start your own business. And then once you do, how you balance everything with that and your life. He also talks about the importance of mentorship and of giving back. You can find Reese on social media. It's just his name at Reese Many. That's M-E-N-N-I-E. You can find me at Chris Van Vliet. He also has a podcast called Many Talks. You can find that wherever you're listening to this right now. So go there and give him a follow. And if it's your first time listening to this episode, first time listening to the show, make sure you follow or subscribe to Insight wherever you're listening right now. Our fan of the week is FKA Weeble, who says, top pod for the road. Being an indie wrestler, I love how CVV gets to have a normal conversation with his guests and have them open up and feel at ease telling their stories for his show. I find it most enjoyable while I'm traveling, and I always got a CVV pod on. Keep them coming. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate that. We read one review from Apple Podcasts on every single episode. So if you're listening on your iPhone, take a second right now to just go in, leave a few words, and we'll shout you out here for free, of course. And if you're listening on Spotify, they've got a rating system on there. It's fairly new. But it's been so awesome seeing all the support from everybody who listens on Spotify. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being on this journey with us. All right, let's dive into this one. Please welcome Reese Many. Reese, thank you so much for joining us. No problem. It's a pleasure. 
I think there's a lot of people that listen to my podcast who maybe they're in a job that they don't necessarily love. And I think the great thing about you is you've kind of just always created this for yourself. And I, I'm curious, was that something that started for you early on? Yeah, at a very, a very young age, I was always looking to, um, you know, do something that I wanted to do and not what um, other people wanted me to do, quite frankly. So from a young age, I, you know, I started working with my dad from a very young age and I learned that you had, well, before that, before that, going back to when I was at school, um, you know, over here in the UK, you, you know, you're at school for, for a long time. So I was paper round, um, you know, working through, we get six weeks holiday over here in the summer. Um, and even through the six weeks holidays, my pals would be out playing football, blah, blah. And, and I had um, a part-time job just for the six weeks. So working in, in different companies, just finding out um, and, and getting a feel for the working environment, you know, because academically um, I didn't enjoy school. Um, it didn't motivate me. It was pretty boring, to be honest with yourself. I, I wasn't inspired by it. I, did. I enjoyed going to see my friends and um, play and mess about. But, you know, when it come down to it, I was more interested in um, getting out there and experiencing the world and making money, quite frankly. At that young age, what motivated me was thinking about how to make money. Were you looking to buy something specific? Because I also had paper rounds growing up. Yeah. The idea for me was like, I got to buy this new baseball glove or I got to buy this <laughs> new video game or something like that. Is that yeah. what motivated you? Yeah, just different things. When when you're younger, you know, you, you've got different um, drivers and it was, you know, the, the next best football boots, you know, the Predators or whatever, whatever was coming out. I used to play in goal when I was younger. So it was, uh, you know, I always wanted new goalie gloves. So always when you're in a sports team, you always want the the new stuff. So, um, you know, when you used to go, oh, mum, dad, can I have, can I have this? And it was like, well, actually, I don't want you to pay for it. Oh, I've got some money to put towards it as well. You, you sort of get your way a little bit easier than just saying, can I have all the time? So yeah, that, that's what motivated me to start off with. I mean, you know, um, 14, 15 years of age, I was doing day, uh, like jobs in, in and around factory work, um, and stuff like that, just on any days off from school. So any like insect day or any six weeks holiday, any holiday we had, I was always like, just bring up, the, bring some, bring some companies out the paper and try and you know, can I come down? Even if it, you know, you weren't working for a lot of money, but you you get money and you don't get that at school. So that's that's how I started, and then it just snowballed from there. Really, left school early and um, got got into a role with my father in his business. Um, which I was very thankful for because that taught me a lot of basics in business, um, a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Uh, but I learned very quickly, you know, that um, having a business um, looks good and it sounds good to everybody um, and everybody sees the the glory sides of a, a business owner, but they don't see right. what else goes into it, quite frankly. And um, I was watching actually something on um, Instagram uh, yesterday, there was a lady standing there and saying, oh, this is a business owner, a lady standing there and a big wave come in and hit her behind it. And she said, that's the reality. You know? and, and it made me laugh. And, you know, that that's that's the fact. So it, it's from a young age, I've always pushed myself to do other things. Um, but, yeah, working in the, in that business taught me hell of a lot. I think there's a lot of people who want to start a business and they see what you're talking about on Instagram, how glorious it can often yeah. look. Where do you start? What's the first step that you need to take, Reese? Um, you need to want to do it. 
um, not for, um, you know, you, you need to have a plan and you need to realise what it takes. You can't go into business just thinking, you know, looking at all the glory, looking at, you know, it's going to be easy because somebody else is successful, you're going to be successful. It's, you know, in my opinion, if you're going to go into business, you've got to go all in. You've got to give it everything. You need to make sure it's the right time. I listen to many entrepreneurs or many people that give advice to to various different people. And it's all like, you know, just start, just start, just start. And it is about just starting, but it's got to be not the right time, but the right time for you. You know, the right time is always to start, but more importantly, you need to be and understand what's in it. Mm. Because if you don't go all in, you're, you're not going to succeed. Yeah. How did you know what kind of business that you wanted to start? I didn't. I didn't to start off with. Um, wow. Okay. You know, so how'd you I, find it then? Um, I had a few different businesses. So, you know, I worked with, I worked with my dad um, in the printing company and we grew that. And that's where I got a good feel for business and understood what went into it. And, and you know, realized that, you know, the, the darker side, so to speak, instead of it just being um, going to work and getting paid. You know, when you're a young kid, you think of business, you go to work, you get paid, you're the, you're the owner of the company, so you get paid more. That's that's what everybody thinks, right? Yeah. Uh, they don't realise other people need to be paid. You're responsible for them people that you employ. You're responsible for collecting money from, from people that you've supplied your product to um, to be able to pay these people. And, you know, a lot goes into it. And I learned that thankfully from working in my father's business at a very young age um the ups the downs and you know that's that's what really give me that insight to it so when i started a business i really went into it knowing yeah that if you don't give it your all it's not going to work mm. don't get me wrong there's 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 stories out there where somebody started a part-time something on social media and it's blown up and they've they've made millions you know that does happen but Let's be realistic. Most of us need to put in a hundred percent every single day to be at the top of your game. And it's you know, there's such a difference between putting in those eight hours and working for somebody else and putting in twelve or sixteen or eighteen plus when you're doing it for yourself. Correct. Yeah. It's, you know, you've got you've got to if you know the people that are at the top of their game enjoy what they do. It's not, you know, it's not um it's not just the it's not just a job, it's not just work, it's not just a company. You know, they eat, sleep, and breathe it every single day. Um, and that's what motivates them. That's why they put the hours in. It's a lifestyle. You know, um, entrepreneurship, in my opinion, is a lifestyle. Where did real estate come into this for you? Because that's where you've been most successful. Correct. Yeah. So um that, that come in uh, um a, a, a funny place, really. I was working at a company, um, quite frankly, that was introducing these opportunities property opportunities um to high net worth and sophisticated investors and the company i worked for was successful at what they done um and i built the team and we were doing really well and the business was growing but i was always looking at it and just thought there's just so many things that i could do differently myself that would make this a much more enjoyable place to work mm. Better for the clientele, better for the, the the people that are investing, better for the developers that we're raising money for. Um, and I spoke to the people that I worked with, and they just had no interest in in doing them things. They was just stuck in their way, happy with what they was doing. 
So, you know, I just thought, you know what, it's my time now. Um, I put the business together, started it from scratch, um, me and me and two other people, and, and just grown it organically. Um, so we started off raising money for other property developers, and then I rolled into, you know, instead of raising money for other property developers, I learned so much about the property market and what they was doing with the money we was raising for them that it made sense for me to team up with one of my business partners and, you know, make our own development company that now, you know, is is running very successfully. So both businesses in the property sector work in sync. Um, and, yeah, that's really how I got into it. I see a, I see a gap in the market. Yeah, and congratulations on all the success that you've had. The real estate market has changed and shifted a ton over the last two years. Is there any like broad or generalized advice you'd have to someone who's maybe looking to get into the market for the first time right now? Yeah, I mean, it depends what they're looking for. You know, when when you get into a property deal, you need to know what you're looking for, whether it's yield, whether you want to hold the asset, whether you want to flip the asset. So there's a lot of different advice, but you know, we we could sit here and, and talk about it all day. But if people are real and really interested in getting in the property market, um, especially in the UK, I'm more than happy to to have a conversation and let them tell me what they're looking for and point them in the right direction. But you know, there's certain areas that you you target if you're looking if you're looking for capital appreciation. Um, but if you're just looking for pure income, there's other areas. So it's just about doing your research, really. So has real estate like it sounds like it maybe wasn't your passion to begin with. Sounds like it's definitely your passion now. <laughs> yeah, correct. It wasn't. No, I mean to to start off with, um, it, you know, when, when I started with my father, as I said, it was just I, I don't know what my passion was. My passion was just to 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 make money and be better than where I was. And then my passion grew. Um, you know, I, I got the role in the city from from leaving his business, um, which which my mother got me. Um, which, which was very bizarre, but I, I got that role and I worked my way up in that company. And, and as I said, just things weren't clicking and they didn't seem right. So I started working with different developers and the more I was looking into it, you know, it was more a passion at the start of starting Hunter Jones. Um, why I moved away from the company that I was working with was to service the investors that was making the investment better. I didn't feel like they was getting the best service. Um, and that was what my, my my motivator was to start Hunter Jones. Um, and then from starting Hunter Jones, I put in place everything that I believe makes an investor happy. And then that's when my passion come. And I thought, you know what? Um, I'm making a hell of a lot of other developers very successful yeah. uh, by introducing them and matching them with serial investors. Why not match myself with these investors? and um, keep pushing on. And that's what, what we've done. What drives you every day, both personally and professionally? What What is your main driver? <laughs> well, uh, my main driver is my kids right now, um, yeah. quite frankly, leaving a legacy and making sure that, um, you know, they've got everything that they need to go through school, um, college, university, whatever it is. You know, I've got a five-year-old daughter and I've just had twins. Um, Congrats. So they, they, they was born the 1st of December. <laughs> so, oh, they're barely a month old. Wow. Yeah, a month old. So a little boy and a little girl. So yeah, that's that's my main motivator there. Um, to be honest with you, is my family. You know, I'm very family, I'm a family man. 
Um, I enjoy spending time with my family when I'm when I'm not, you know, when I'm switching off and, and relaxing. Um, and and that's that's where I am really. Where does the balance come in? I'm not a father yet. I'm sure one day I will be, but where does the balance come in when you can give your kids anything that they ask for, but maybe you shouldn't be giving it to them all the time? Correct. You you have to be careful. You know, you can't, you you don't want to be just making them spoil a sport, you know, just I want, I want, I want. It's about educating them and letting them, grow up in the real world and experiencing things that, that I've experienced. It's, it's not about giving them the best, the best thing that I can give my kids obviously is, is legacy um, is, is what I'm looking to give them. But every day right now, as they're growing up, it's giving them information, giving them information that I've learned um, and not that I've learned, but what I've executed as well, uh, which I know work. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much would you say mentors have helped you throughout your career? Massive, massive. If I could have had a mentor a lot sooner, then, you know, I would have. I recommend anybody. But again, this is a great subject and I love talking about mentors because it's easy to say get a mentor Mm -hmm. and it will help you be successful. But I think you, I strip it back. You need a mentor that you can aspire to. And you can, has done what you want to do. What's the point of having, I I know that some people say that it's not correct, but I don't see having a mentor in the aerospace business would be good for me. Grant Cardone's been a mentor for me. He's in the real estate market. Yeah. yeah? And he's, he's doing exactly what I'm doing on a larger level where I'm going to be in the few years coming. Um, so, you know, it's, it's about working and getting yourself around the right people that have done what you want to do because they can give you the answers that you need. Yeah. How do you find a mentor? If someone's at step one in the process, where, where do you begin? Do you, do you recommend paying someone to be your mentor? Yeah. If, if you can, why not? Um, mm-hmm. if you, you, you know, you, you got to 
pay to play, quite frankly. You know, you've got to be in with them people that are going to give you the information you want. Um, you've got to be careful who you pay. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of there's a lot of mentors out there that want to charge money for stuff that, you know, have, you know, strip it back. Make sure they've done what you're looking for. They don't have to be in your sector. If you're looking for a mentor, the best bit of advice I could give is make sure that that mentor has actually done what you want to do or what mm. you're looking for. There's no point me giving you information on something that I've never done. Yeah. Look, for you to be able to say that Grant Cardone is your mentor is, is it's pretty big. Where did that relationship begin? That that relationship begun with um, you know, me me getting in touch with Grant Cardone's office, number one, um, and my sales, my sales team um all being on Cardone University. Um, so bought into his products, used his products myself, been on his masterminds, um, read all of his books. Um, been on his webinars, been on, you know, been on, see, seen his YouTube channels, watched him, been to the growth cons. And then, um, you know, from, from the growth con, connecting with different people, connecting with Gerard, connecting with, with Dave uh, and people in his team and, and, you know, then getting access to him. It's not like you can just go and get access to, to Grant. It's, it's not as easy as that. But, you know, once you've been around and they've seen you around a long time and you're working and your team's on there, a couple of my good uh, colleagues over here in the UK helped bring Grant over here to do the 10X UK tour, which he'd done a couple of years ago. Um, I was part of that. So, you know, he come on my podcast, I had him on my podcast then, and it's just escalated from there. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, get in front of people. You know, Grant's hard to get in front of, but yeah. if you keep pushing, you get in front of whoever you want to get in front of. Yeah. Look, Grant's also been on my podcast as well. And you bring it up. You're a fellow podcaster. What was the idea behind starting your podcast? The idea of, of starting my podcast was just to, you know, I put myself in a situation. Uh, I, I look at myself, you know, 10, 10 years ago, 14 years ago. Um, and if there was a podcast that I could have listened to that might have sparked that that answer to that question in, in my head that I was sitting there thinking about, um, so I, I, I interview high profile entrepreneurs, people that have run multiple companies, been successful, um, and find out about their mindset and what, what, what it takes. Um, you know, because again, it's, it's the same as everyone says, I'll oh, read, you've got to read, you've got to read loads of books. You've, you know, how many books have you read this, this month? So right, reading them, but you've got to do what you read. If you don't do if you're not a doer, you know, you can do all, you can have a mentor, you can you can read all the books, you can watch all the YouTube channels, you know, you can be told till, you, you, you know, you could, you could be the master at reading and taking all the information in, but how do you execute that information? Oh, that's huge. And pe people always say knowledge is power. Well, no, knowledge isn't power. Applied knowledge is power. Correct. It's what you do with it. We all have access to every bit of information that's ever been created because of this thing right here that lives in our pocket. It's what are you going to do with that information? How do you, Reese, take the stuff that you learn and then start applying it? You just got to implement it. You know, trial and error. You've got to you, you've you've got to you've got to make mistakes to learn. The only people that don't make mistakes are people that don't do nothing. So don't beat yeah. yourself up if you make if you've made a mistake. You know, these these, these things happen. Um, you don't make the same mistake over and over again because that's very silly. But, you know, you've got to allow people to grow an organization. You've got to allow people to make mistakes uh, because, you know, if not, how are they ever going to 
um, you know, get the confidence to make them decisions. And, you know, you're only as good as your team at the end of the day. So if, if you're running a business, you've got to have a good team. What would you say is the biggest mistake that you've made? And what's the biggest thing that you learned from that? <laughs> very, very good question. Uh, biggest mistake I've made uh, when I started Hunter Jones was was having a business partner at 50-50. Um, you know, I think that's that's a lesson well learned. I always think if now if I'm going into business, I would rather, um, e even if I couldn't be the majority stakeholder, I'd rather be slightly less because what I've learned from if you are 50-50 with somebody, you can come to lockerheads mm. and you become in a deadlock situation where one can't make a decision without the other and you're just wasting time. So even if they're 51 and you're 49, at least if they don't agree with you, you can still move on. We just couldn't move past a, a, a stage where we was, and we was at that stage for months and wasted months just because, you know, we was both 50-50. So that's the biggest lesson I've learned. Mm. When you have the businesses that you have now, do you now look at other things and look at other products and go... I might be able to do that better. Like, cause you're thinking always like an entrepreneur now. Always. I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of successful businesses are businesses that just do things better than the person that was doing it originally. Yeah. You know, so it's about looking at things and getting an angle and thinking how, how can I do it better or not? How can I do it? How can our team make it better? I think what's also so great about what you do is you give back so much. So can we talk a little bit about some of the things that you're doing to give back? Yeah, I mean, we've got the podcast. We we give back in 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 that way, in terms of, you know, back to 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 our community in, in that sense. Um we we give to charities every year over here in the UK. So um every year our businesses will pick certain charities to work with. Um, so we always make sure that at Christmas there's certain amount of presents delivered to, to wherever we're working with. We will always run. We, so what we would do is at the beginning of the year, we'd pick two or three charities to work with. And then we will do a few events throughout the year to raise money for them and then do something at the end of the year to, to give back a, a, a bigger level, really. So I'm on your Instagram here and I see boxing. And I'm very intrigued. What is your tie-in to this? Into what? Sorry, boxing. Boxing, yeah. Yeah. So the local community, um, I, I've, um, I was training um, with, with my PT, um, who now is my business partner in the Boxing Academy. Um, and he wanted to start a Boxing Academy. And he was like, look, you know, I'm a great PT, as you can see. Um, I'm an, uh, he's been a, an amateur, a professional boxer. He understands how it works. He can give back to, you know, we, we now work with schools and things like that. But more importantly, when he come to me, he knew what he was doing in running the academy, but he didn't have, you know, the, the business side of it, of how to, to run the business. And he was open about that. So it was like, yeah, I'll come in. I'll help you with that. We put the academy together. It's now been running just under a year. We work with all, lo all local schools around the area with the young kids, um, you know, to get their discipline right uh, and things like that. We go into schools and we've got the academy where we now take young kids from amateurs right the way through to professionals. Um, you know, we had, a, we had a meeting today regarding looking at new venues, so looking at opening more um, of these facilities across the UK. Um, but yeah, the way that I got into that is he approached me 
and said, look, I, I've seen what you're doing. I like your stuff. You train with me. Um, would, would you be willing to help, quite frankly? And, and that's how that come about. Maybe you should have a match now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I, I, no, that's not. Getting in the ring's not a bit of me. I'm <laughs> Reese, what would you say is the best advice that you've ever been given throughout your life? It's a very good question. Um, and it's, it's probably a lot of a lot of people are going to be looking for a real in-depth answer, but it's a real boring answer, if I'm honest with yourself. Um, and it's an aunt, it's, you know, it's, it's the piece of advice that my, my father's always give me from a young age. And it's a, it's a piece of advice that, that, you know, Grant Cardone always talks about, and that's about taking action. If you're going to say you're going to do something, do it. Even if it's wrong, if you're going to say you're going to do it, make sure you do it. Even if people think it's wrong, you know, don't say you're going to do something and not do it. Mm. Oh, I love that so much. It's also the idea of being accountable for the things instead of just... Correct talking about things you're actually the guy who talks about it and does it. also does it i mean in in my office you know we've got multiple offices and and even the gym and it, as you just said why why don't you have a match if if push come to shove and i said that i was gonna i would have to do it of and course. i don't ask anybody that works with me to do anything that i wouldn't do myself wow where did this mindset happen for you or was there a shift along the way where you started to get this growth mindset? No, I've always, it, obviously, as I've grown older and been successful, I've realized that the mindset has changed slightly. But even as a, as a young kid playing football, um, you know, I've always, and, and any sport, I've always been competitive. I've always wanted people to say, oh, you know, you're not going to win today. Your team's not as good. No, and I've always been that person in, in that team. And come on, guys, these people don't think we can beat them. You know, that's always, I, I don't know, maybe I was just born with that. I've always had that way about me from whatever I've done. I've always wanted, you know, I hate losing. You know, I, well, what do I prefer doing, winning or do I hate losing more? I hate losing more than I love winning. Mm. So many people that are successful in business who are also like they played sports growing up. And I feel like that competitive nature is like bred into you early yeah. and really helps you later on in life. Yeah. What would you say is the one book that you gift to people or recommend to people most often? Um, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of good books out there. Um, to, you know, the 10X rule is fantastic. Um, if you're not first, you're last. You know, there's all, all of Grant's books are, are, are fantastic. But then uh, there's Rich Dad, Poor Dad as well, which is, you know, that's a fantastic book. Um, it's hard to, to pencil down just, just one, um, if, if I'm honest, but yeah, you, you can pick any of them that I've just said, and they're, they're fantastic reads and you'll pick some great, some great things up out of them. I think people might be familiar with Grant Cardone or familiar with the 10 X rule, but can you like kind of tell people that might not be familiar? What is the 10 X rule? <laughs> great question. So basically the 10 X rule in, in a nutshell is, you know, whatever you're doing, times it by 10 mm. um you know if 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 you're if you're if you're in sales and you know you're doing 100 grand and that's your target your target's 100 grand stop shooting for 100 grand and start 10x in your target and then you will hit that 100 grand that you've always wanted to hit whatever you're doing do more of yeah. um you know and and that that's it and he breaks it down into so many steps um but 
you know, to, to keep it very simple, it's a book that just basically tells you whatever you're doing, do more. Do yeah. more of what you're doing and yeah. you will get what you want. Since it's the start of the year right now, Reese, and congratulations again on the twins. That's amazing. They're just over a month old as we sit here right now. What are the goals for you as we look ahead into 2022? Yeah, so we look to, to grow the academy, the boxing academy. Um, we're going to look to grow the property development side of, of the business. Um, so we, we, we look to do probably another thousand units this year. Um, and, and, you know, we'll be looking to, to raise more money through and help more people around the world um, get better in, in the Hunter Jones business, the introducing business, get a better rate of return than they're seeing um, on, on their mainstream investments. You know, we're about to launch in the US as well. So um, HJ Collection, my property development company, is now going to be open to qualified investors in the US um, from the end of, well, beginning of February. So we're, I'm really looking forward to that. Well, you're going to have to come out here to Los Angeles and we'll definitely. have a drink together. Yeah, definitely. We're, I'm really looking forward to um, to coming to the American market and, and working with some American investors that want to get involved in the UK. Reese, where's the best people, the best place that people can find you? Um, you know, Instagram, as you said, very, very straightforward to, to be able to get hold of me on all of my socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, or, or my office. My personal website is a contact form, you know, my podcast, put a message in into the office and you'll always get something back. Yeah. Wherever people are listening to this right now, they can listen to your podcast as well. And this has been a pleasure. It's been so nice, like hopping across the pond and spending some time with you in the UK. I, I used to go there like six times a year, you know, when the world was a little bit more normal. <laughs> well, I think that's going to come back to it. It's not going to get more normal, um, but I think we we live, we learn to live with it. And I think travel will start opening up again. So hopefully we can welcome you over here. And when I come out there, it'd be great to meet you and um introduce you know you can introduce me to some people and i can introduce you to some people over here i love it i end every conversation with the same question because i'm all about gratitude i start and end every day saying out loud three things that i'm grateful for what are three things in your life reese that you're grateful for right now family um being here you know um every day waking up um and more importantly my businesses and what i've created and the team and the culture that i've got around me Grateful for you, Reese. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Um, and as I said, if there's anybody that is listening that wants to get in touch, feel free to drop messages, um, contact us or respond. If I don't respond immediately, you will get a response back from me 100%. I can give you that commitment. Perfect. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Well, there we go. Big thank you to Reese for joining us on this episode. Big thank you to you for being with us as well. Take a screenshot. Let us know you're listening. Tag us on social media so we can share it. Reese is at Reese Many. It's just his name. I'm at Chris Van Vliet. Also just my name. And I'll leave you with the very wise words from Nelson Mandela, who famously said, it always seems impossible until it is done. Be great. Be grateful. We will see you on the next one for some more insight.